My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. so much for coming to the first ever episode of the Girl God's Got You podcast. I am so excited to be doing this. My name is Isabel Clausen, and I truly love sharing the message of God to the world. I love public speaking. I love writing. I love just communicating words to other people. And, and more than that, I really want to just share the love of God to other people and let them know that even though life is hard and even though it's fun, we all have our ups and downs. God's truly got you in it all. Now, a little backstory. I made a podcast a few months back, and long story short, it ended up getting deleted off of iTunes, so I have tried the whole podcast thing. It didn't really work out because I didn't really do anything with it, so I apologize to anyone who listened to it and thought it was going to be an actual thing and then it wasn't a thing, but this, I hope, is going to be a thing. And you know, I'm not going to hope. I'm going to tell you, we're going to be committed to this, and I'm going to be hopefully giving you good content. So I want to share a little more of a background of who I am and the intention behind this podcast and the title and the idea and the inspiration. So now I want to go into the main intention of why I started this podcast, simply looking at the title, Girl, God's Got You. Now, I think that there are so many times in life that we, especially as females, feel like we put the pressure of the world on our shoulders. We put so many expectations on ourselves, whether it's in the way we look, our future career, how nice we are to people, how many friends we have, how put together we are, how organized we are. And still, some people, maybe they don't care about all that girly stuff. Maybe they truly want to make an impact. They really want a strong career. They want to have a lot of leadership in the world and they really want to have a sense of confidence there is so much pressure that we put on ourselves as women and i think it really gets us down and it makes us lose sight of the fact that we weren't created to do it on our own we were created to depend on god and it's only when we depend on god that we could truly love the life that we have we could truly be successful we could at the end of the day truly be fulfilled so in all the different struggles we have The response I'm giving to you today is, girl, God's got you. Stop stressing out so much about your life. Stop worrying about tomorrow because you know what? God is way more powerful than you are. He knows more than you do, and he is everywhere. He's omnipotent, omniscient, and what's the last one? Omnipresent. Yes, he is everywhere. So this podcast is going to be framed this way. Every time I post an episode, it's going to be about a struggle that we all deal with. And the response that I want all of us to come to at the end of the day to this struggle is this phrase, girl, 
God's got you. Stop worrying about it and channel this focus onto something amazing. So you're probably wondering, okay, what is today's issue we're going to be looking at? Well, before I get into this, I want to share the email that I have created for this podcast. It's called girlgodsgotyou at gmail.com. So if you have any struggles that you want us to talk about on this show and figure out how we could really come to this response and how we can make it make sense to ourselves, please send an email. Or even if you have questions about the Christian faith or just have generic topics you want me to talk about, I would love to answer them. We're going to throw in some fun episodes here and there about life hacks, maybe some fitness tips, organizational tips, tips on fashion, modesty, whatever you want to look at, anything you as a Christian girl want to talk about. And even if you're not a Christian and you want to talk about the Christian faith, please still email, ask your questions, ask for some topic ideas. I really want to connect with you and I really want to share the message of Christ to as many people as possible. So now we're going to go on to the actual issue at hand today. And that issue is this question. Do you feel pressured by your own expectations to live for God? Let me repeat that one more time. Do you feel pressured by your own expectations to live for God? Now your response to this question, which I hopefully will be able to lead you to answer by the end of this podcast, is this. Girl, God's got you. And the reason why is because Jesus died so you could live in freedom, not so that you could tie yourself down by your own expectations. I don't know about you, but especially for me as a Christian girl, I put so much pressure on myself to live a certain way and to do certain things in my day. Now, yes, self-discipline is something that we all have to practice. And yes, it's hard to live the Christian life and to do the right things and to make time for God. But sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves that we don't actually end up doing it. Have you heard this phrase or have you even told yourself this phrase or have you heard these phrases from your friends? I'm not spending enough time with God, thus I'm failing. I'm not serving enough, so I'm really just wasting my life. I'm not selfless enough, and what does that say about me as a Christian? You see, we all, I think, ask ourselves these questions or have these feelings. We don't feel like we're enough. Well, newsflash, we are not enough. I think the biggest thing that we struggle with is we tell ourselves, I'm not perfect enough. Well, newsflash number two, you are not perfect, and you will never be perfect. This is the truth. You can never be enough, and that's why God sent Jesus. I think sometimes we feel that the whole world rests on our shoulders, and that we're the only ones that could bring people to Christ. We're the only ones that could share the gospel to all creation. We're the only ones that if we don't do it, if we have a lazy day, if we feel unmotivated, if we sin, if we make a bad decision, all of our credibility is gone. We are worthless, we are meaningless, and we are wasting our life. We are selfish human beings. Well, of course, as you know, we are innately selfish. Human nature is selfish. But just because you mess up doesn't mean that you're useless. And we need to tell ourselves that. We need to understand that, you know, God's got me. That's why he died for me, to pick me up when I fall down. And I think another thing we need to learn is this. It's not about us. The world does not rest on our shoulders. The world rests on God's shoulders. It is not about us. It's about God. There is this wonderful quote by a pastor named Rick Warren. And he stated, God is love. He didn't need us but he wanted us. Isn't that so beautiful? Just think about that. God did not need us at all. He did not need us to create the world. He did not need us to put himself in the form of a man and die on the cross. He did not need us to do miracles. 
He didn't even need us to spread the gospel because God is so powerful. He could have done it by himself if he wanted to, you know, but he wanted us. And that is beautiful. You see, even though he knew we could never be enough, he still died for us. And he chose to give us gifts and to pour into our lives so we could live out our purpose, so we could have fulfillment, and so that we could share love with other people. So when you're struggling with your own expectations of what biblical womanhood looks like, instead of focusing on whether you're doing enough for God, focus on what he's already done for you. I challenge you, if you change up your perspective and think about it in this way, your life will change forever. Now, I had to really think about this, and I'm always struggling with this, but for the longest time, I I really felt as though if I didn't work to the max, 100% all the time, I was lazy. I wasn't doing enough, and I would miss out on sleep. I would try to be everything for everyone. I would try to do it all. I would try to be a great daughter, a great girlfriend, a great great friend, a great daughter of God. I gave, or at least tried to give, 100% in everything. And you know what? I probably really just gave 10% to every single thing. And everything else suffered. And I was thinking, why? Why are all these bad things happening? And why am I burning out so much? And why are people feeling left out and feel like I'm not giving enough time to them? When here I am, trying my best, struggling, scraping along, trying to spread my energy out and feeling like I'm spreading myself so thin. Why are these things happening when I'm pushing so hard? And I realized it's because I wasn't doing it out of a place of love. I was doing it out of a place of obligation, thinking that if I called myself a Christian, I had to do these things because if I didn't do these things, oh, you know what? My life is wasted. But Jesus didn't die so I could feel that way. Jesus didn't die so I could be tied down to my own expectations and to my own thoughts of what Christianity looked like. No, Jesus died so I could live in freedom and so that every day I could wake up feeling so happy that I have a chance to live with freedom, not waking up scared and nervous and anxious thinking, oh my gosh, will I let another person down today? Will I be able to do enough? Do I have enough energy? I only got, you know, four or five hours of sleep, but will I be able to make it? He doesn't want you to live like that. Yes, the Christian life is hard, and yes, there's times you have to push and grind, but your life should not be like that all the time. That's not healthy. And once I finally realized that, I really truly think that I was able to prioritize things better. I had to say no to certain things. You know, I had to say no to certain different commitments that I committed myself to that I probably shouldn't have. But at the end of the day, I was able to really invest in my relationships better and spend more time with the people I loved. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it now. I still probably go way too hard in all of my commitments and I still probably fall short on showing love to others and giving them time and and priority, but it's a lot better. And the reason it's better is because I started focusing more on what God did for me, on what Jesus did for me, and that he gave me freedom. And then once I understand that I should live in freedom, that takes off so much pressure. And I could tell myself, even if there's a day where I need rest, it doesn't mean I'm worthless. It doesn't mean that I'm lazy or that I'm meaningless. It means that God loved me enough and died for me so that I could have peace and comfort even during busy times in my life. So I want to share three ways that you could come to this conclusion, thinking, you know, God's got me. I could take off all these expectations of myself because at the end of the day, it's not about what I could do for God because he doesn't need me, but he wants me. So how can I live in his freedom and actually live for God and do what he wants me to do. 
rather than do what I feel like I'm obligated to do. So I came up with three ways that you could apply to your life this week, this month, this year, of how you truly could change your perspective and find God's direction in your life so you could see how he wants you to use the freedom that he's blessed you with. So number one, I would say is cut out the noise. Now what do I mean by noise? What I mean is cut off all those expectations that you put on yourself and start fresh. Read the Bible and understand what God wants for you. Some of the books that I think really explain what a Christian life looks like is Ephesians, Galatians, and Proverbs. Obviously, there are way more books than that that describe the Christian life, but I think those three truly outline what good Christian womanhood and just Christian life in general should look like, different characteristics we should have as Christians. Also, Philippians should be on that list too. It's a great book. And so by starting fresh and making notes, getting a notebook, writing down notes, trying to find ways to apply scripture to your life, writing down key life applications of how you want to live out the scripture you're reading is super important because you get to start fresh and really try to hear God. Rather than putting all of your biases and your own expectations on yourself, you're just talking to God and thinking and saying out loud if you want to, God, what do you want me to do? It's not what I want to do. It's not what I think I need to do. It's what you want me to do. Now, another way that noise really corrupts our life and gets in the way of what God wants us to hear is social media. I know a lot of people are talking about how good social media is, and then some people talk about how bad it is, and I think it's used for good and bad reasons. But when it comes to the point where you're so distracted by what other people are doing that you stop spending time praying to God, and you stop spending time reading the Bible, isn't that an issue? Isn't that literally noise that's keeping you from talking to God? So if you're at that point where the first thing you do in the morning is scroll through Instagram, I challenge you to not do that. The first thing you do in the morning should be to pray to God or read the Bible. Or if you're kind of groggy and you can't really get your brain all situated, at least grab a glass of water, stand up, go to the bathroom, whatever you need to do, and then make the intention to talk to God. If you do that, I, I promise you, you will feel so much better. And if you feel like you spend more time on your phone and you still don't have time to do Bible study every day, Maybe put down your phone for five minutes and read the Bible. Or just open up the Bible app on your phone. There's cool ways you could set daily alerts to read the Bible. And I think there's a couple different subscriptions online where you're able to type your phone number in and they send you daily Bible verses every day. So just really be intentional about making time to read the Bible and pray to God and try to cut out as much noise from yourself and others as possible. So the second way you could truly try to find God's direction in your life and find freedom in Him is to see yourself through God's eyes. I don't know if you've heard of this phrase, but it's the beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. I don't know if I said that wrong, but I think you guys got the gist. And how I like to think of this is that God is the ultimate beholder. And when He sees you, He sees total beauty. And he sees past your imperfections. He knows that you're not perfect. He doesn't think you're beautiful because you're perfect. He thinks that you're beautiful because you're his creation. You're his daughter. You're his son. I don't know if boys are listening to this, but if they are, you're his son. And girls, you're his daughter. He loves you so much. And not only did Jesus die for you, not only did God give you his son, but God also gave you gifts. He gave you talents. He gave you friends and people who love you. And even if you only have one friend in life who loves you, or even if you have a bad family background and you just have one person out there that cares about you, God still gave you that person. God gave you creation. 
He gave you the ability to overcome trials because the Spirit is inside of you and the image of God is on your hearts. God has given you the ability to do anything as long as it's in line with His will. I talked about this topic in a YouTube video the other day, but I essentially said that God does not want you to settle. And if you're in a place where He doesn't want you to be, He will get you out of there. If you depend on Him and you look to Him for strength and you try to live life the way He wants you to live. So God has truly given you the ability to live a good life, a fulfilled life. He, he, he has. He's given you the ability to have joy and find it through Him. God loves you so much. And if only you saw yourself through His eyes, I mean, you would understand that there's so much that we could focus on rather than just worrying about ourselves, rather than just worrying about what we could do, not what, oh, God has done for me. So that leads me to the third point that I want to look at today of the last way that we could try to find God's direction in our life and truly live in freedom. It's this. Understand the big idea. So what's the big idea? Okay, I know I've been repeating this, but it's not about us, guys. The world does not revolve around us. It's all about God. So instead of being caught up in our, all of our failures, instead of being caught up in everything we do wrong, all our mess-ups, all our mistakes, our embarrassing moments, our selfish times, our unmotivated days, figure out how to use your gifts for God's glory. Now, I want to go into my faith story in a different type of episode, but just as a little tidbit, when I was about 14 and 15, I struggled with so much self-esteem issues, and I just, I feel like every girl does at one point in their life, or pretty much their whole life, I don't know what you guys are going through, but when I was 14 and 15, I was just really depressed, and I had no clue where I was going in life, and it kind of was OCD-ish worries, um, it would, people would label it today as anxiety, I feel like that's the new term for everything, when I was at that age, we didn't really talk about anxiety as a term. I don't know if that's what it actually was. But at the end of the day, I was just stressed about everything. And I don't know how to explain it. But I really could not shut my brain off because I was so angry at who I was. And I truly hated myself. This sounds super, like, sad. I don't know why I'm really mentioning this in the video. in Not the video. I don't know why I'm mentioning this in the podcast right now. But at the end of the day, I truly had this epiphany, and, and it was from God. It was literally a message from God. I didn't hear him verbally say it, but I just got this idea in my head, and I thought, oh my gosh, this must be God. And I was so focused on my imperfections, on how awkward I was, on how weird I was, on how I was just selfish, and I was focused so much on my flaws that it was holding me back from actually doing something with my life. So I told myself, okay, I'm done focusing on myself. It's not getting me anywhere. I'm done just selfishly always thinking about who I am, what I'm doing, am I good enough, am I not? Because I'm not good enough. I'm not. So I told God, I'm going to live for you and I'm going to serve others. And so what I did was to distract myself from all of these worries I had and all of this lack of self-esteem that I had, I just really worked hard to serve others and, and figure out what gifts I had. And I got involved in speech and debate. I got involved in extracurricular activities. I really tried to love others and, and serve others as much as I could. And I got out of that hard rut. And I have never looked back, ever. My whole life, from the age of 9 to 15, I struggled with those thoughts and those worries. And it was only when I said, God, my life is for you. It's, it's not for myself. It's for you. And, and I can't do it all. I wasn't created to do it all. It's not about me. It's about you. And once I had that epiphany, my life was fully changed forever. And, I, and I've never gone back to those worries or that anxiety. And if you're going through a time where you have anxiety or maybe you just feel really bad about yourself, understand that. You know, it's about the gifts God has given you and how you could use them for other people. 
There is a wonderful passage from 1 Peter. It's in chapter 4. It's verse 10 through 11, and it states, Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ to Him, be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. You see, each of us need to use our gifts. We need to use them to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Okay, we all have gifts. And if we want to spread God's grace and love to other people, we got to use those gifts. So I challenge you to understand, girl, God's got you. Stop worrying about yourself and your flaws and start living for Him. Live in His freedom. Use your gifts for other people. Whatever you do, serve God. However you end up living your life, praise God through it. Look to Him for strength and understand that it's to Him be the glory. Not to you. It's not about what you could do. It's not about how much expectations you put on yourself. It's about the freedom God's given you and what you're going to do with His freedom. I truly believe that if Jesus was here today, He would say, Girl, stop living in your self-doubt and your lack of self-esteem and start living in the freedom that I died to give you. I died to give you this freedom. So what are you going to do with it? So girls and boys out there, if you're listening, I don't know. But girls, understand that God's got you and that he's here for you and that he wants you to live in freedom. And I hope this message really impacted you. Once again, if you have any other messages that you want me to talk about, please send an email over to that email address that I shared. I'll share it again. Girlgodsgotyou at gmail.com. G-I-R-L-G-O-D-S-G-O-T-Y-O-U at gmail.com. I know it's long, but I challenge you, please just send an email if you want or a question. And I'd love to hear it. Also, too, if you liked this podcast, I know it's just the first one, but if you liked it, please leave a review. That helps with the rankings and helps more people really hear this message. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. And I cannot wait to talk to you in the next podcast. Okay, have a great day. Bye-bye.